Hey lovies, it's Alex and before I start today's episode, I just wanted to give a huge thanks to my girls for joining me on this episode. It was so much fun and I loved it. Um, I also wanted to give a warning that my editing skills are not the best. This took me so long to edit. Thank you all for being patient. Thank you for listening and tuning in. I love each and every one of you that listen all the way to the end. And I'm so grateful to be able to do this and to be able to have a platform, even if it's not perfect. And I've got other stuff that I need to go ahead and move on to. So um, I just have to release this into the world and just, you know, listen with love. (laughs) And um, also wanted to say that there was a part that was clipped out of this episode that is available on my Patreon. It's just some juicy relationship chat. Um, and yeah, you can get that on my Patreon exclusive only. All right, here we go. Okay. Hey everyone. It's me, your host, Alex Inez, singer, model, funny girl. And I'm so excited for today's episode because I have my three best friends on the podcast with me today. Yay! Okay, so these ladies need no introduction, but I'll give one anyway because they're all killing their own journeys and you guys need to know about them. So I'll start in order um, from who I met first. So here we have Adriana Oyos, international communications graduate, small business and homeowner and expecting mommy. Hi, beauty queens. It is I. I'm so excited to be here and I can't wait for the talks. Yes, we're so happy to have you here. And next we have Angelina Oyos, her talented sister. Angelina is a signed international model and entrepreneur. You may see her anywhere from We and Sephora to posters in the mall or even when you're shopping on your phone on your favorite online sites to soon coming Times Square. Hello, everyone. Yes, we're so happy to have you. Angelina's always traveling, so we're so glad everyone's together right now. And last but certainly not least, we have Samia from her very own Saucy Vault, a small business owner who is killing the vintage resale industry with her unique and affordable designer finds. Hey, beautiful people. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, ladies, I'm so happy to have you on today. And today is going to be less of the world's ending energy. And it's going to be more of like, yes, we're just vibing anyway. Since I have my girlfriends here, we're going to talk about a few hot topics and then we're going to play some games. All righty. So the first hot topic we have is the Drake concert. I know right now we're watching Beyonce's concert on the screen, but I just wanted to talk about Drake being on tour again and just like his press run stuff and how many people love Drake as much as I do. Well, I love Drake. I wish he was my baby daddy. (laughs) 
I second that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, I did dream of him last night. (laughs) Drake, if you are listening right now, we love you. And we would like four tickets to the September 25th um, concert at State Farm Arena. Yeah, I'm just annoyed. Like, why are they so expensive, first of all? Yeah, the cheapest tickets are like $350. Like, relax, dude. Yeah. But apparently, he said in one of his concerts, thank you, everyone here. It's going to be very much worth your hard-earned money so he knows is expensive so what is he gonna do he don't take off the pants (laughs) (laughs) i think he needs to start throwing clothes to the audience he should like have 21 savage come out or like Lil Wayne or yeah 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 21 21 that's like his best friend i think atlanta's gonna be lit like he has to bring somebody it's two dates so oh my god two days two days yeah who's going to drake's concert uh, I don't know. I'm gonna be like eight months pregnant when he comes. So is that okay for me to go out? Like it'll, it'll induce your your labor. <laughs> like I don't want it to affect the baby. Yeah, people shouldn't be bumping you. Like, yeah, don't go. What if the music's too loud? Yeah, I don't know. I have to ask my doctor. You should ask your doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next hot topic is Barbie. Um, we're going to see the Barbie movie today. Samia already saw it. Sorry. Um, but we, I just wanted to touch down on that and just talk about like, wow, it's hilarious how the whole world is obsessed with Barbie right now. As someone who's seen it, and I I'm not spoiling anything, it's the trailers make it look like it's a cute, funny comedy, which it is. But there's just it's just deeper than that. It's much deeper than that for women. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm excited for y'all to see it. Me too. I do remember I was that little girl that had her Barbie collection. Yes. And I never saw the Barbie that looked like me, but (gasps) I still had them bitches and I would pull their... I don't know why I was so mean to them. Maybe because I couldn't find one that looked like me. But now that I see America there i'm very happy and excited to have some representation yeah back then i feel like barbie was just white with blonde hair but they had brats which kind of gave yeah, us a that little was like the direct but those girls those brats did not look like human they, they did not they were kind of crazy yeah i feel like i look like a brat <laughs> yeah my scene all of that was like that was a new era because barbie was just white and blonde but but it's like deeper than that though because barbie was doing things that no one was doing no woman was doing she was she had all these jobs she was an astronaut she was a doctor she was a lawyer she was doing like even before we had a first human woman astronaut, barbie was an astronaut pioneer yeah and it was like little girls can have a doll and be like i can be an astronaut and it's not just men yes that can be an astronaut you know and then i think there was a time back in the day where she actually had a belly she had a baby mm-hmm. there she was started a, having there kids. Was a barbie with a and she yeah. was still working and yeah i think that's I awesome that. yes yeah. we love Period. barbie we i love can't it. wait okay next topic we have rosalia and raw alejandro and their engagement after three years together i saw this i was checking the news and i was like this seems a little bit spicy spicy something interesting to talk about i don't really know raw very well but i love rosalia what do you guys think? I'm triggered. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. I feel like... Do you know why they broke up or what the reason is? So from what I've seen on a very important source, a.k.a. TikTok, <laughs> um, I saw that Rosalia had a concert, her last concert in... Was it France? Where was her last concert? 
I don't even know. So is Rosalia touring? It was like her last one for the Motomami concert. Okay. And she was singing Besos, the song that she made with Raul. And she was like broken. Kind of like how Carl G was when um, her ex that I also oh, have a lot of feelings about. But he's so talented <laughs> and I'm mad and I love at the same time did to her. Like when he broke up with her. When they broke up, she was like crying and singing. Oh. So I feel like that like added to the fire and then there was like two rumors that one they saw somebody recorded raul in puerto rico in a river with shakira but <gasps> i know damn well shakira, shakira is just shakira there shakira, does not shakira does why not are they in the damn pool though they're, i think that they were just hanging out what's wrong with like no but isn't she with a, a soccer player right now but i don't think she's with anybody officially i think i think she's having fun yeah as she should as she should okay they didn't find them like doing things in the river they were just what if they were with a bunch of friends like nobody knows the surroundings yeah it's like you never really know but it seemed like they were a good match like i watched their little comp they had like a complex video or like a gq video and it was so cute and i thought that it was like a thing but i mean i guess you never really know what's going on men ain't shit (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's men it's a man thing like men are we surprised they're like they see like a ball and they're like ball yeah, they're like dogs, like literally dogs. And then Adriano was also saying like that he wasn't as big as Rosalia before, and so now he's like gaining popularity, which also like kind of he sucks definitely and used people the wrong way. Yeah, it's such a common theme because we're just like men love using women for their clout and popularity, and they feed off of it. It's not that Ra Alejandro wasn't like popping. He's a- he was actually okay. very famous in like the Latino i guess culture yeah he's an icon but oh, okay he wasn't as famous in like american the pop. spaniard internationally, internationally. All the way. Yeah. he wasn't internationally known like that i don't think so i think mm. it was more like i think he was american not well as way. someone that isn't yeah. in that scene american i didn't know about Latin. him until after they were together because i knew of rosalia but i didn't know about him yeah, yeah i think they put that she maybe put him on the map in america but and probably other places, but I'm pretty sure Spain knew what Raul is because they're very big on reggaeton. Are they from the same place? No. So Raul is from Puerto Rico. Okay. I think he's from um, Bayamon, Puerto Rico. And that, I might have made that up. And then Rosalia is from Spain. Is she from... A Spaniard. Bra- Barcelona or Madrid? I don't know. I don't know. But... Um, it's just kind of sad because in that rev- um, interview that you mentioned, she said that he gave her hope. Like, like he's he's just been a great example of what a true oh, man yeah. should be. Yeah, they seemed happy. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know either of them. But and he like was like, fit. somebody asked her, oh, did you think he was a player? And she was like, well, so far, like, he's he been. He looks like a player. He's been, yeah, he looks like a player, but so far he's been such a gentleman or whatever. But. I mean, these guys, they just want to be sneaky. And yeah. like a real hot girl, she is going to find out. Yeah, and I keep mean, moving too. She's going to find out. And once Rosalia is over him, like, he's going to be so butthurt. He's going to be like another Anuel. Like, Karol G is finer than ever because she's not with that ain't shit guy. Yeah, and then on top of that, like, it's just crazy because at the end of the day, I feel like Rosalia and Raul are so talented and they could build so much together, and they have. But I guess if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Like, Beyonce got cheated on. If Beyonce and Shakira are going to get cheated on, what does that mean Yeah, it's not even about women. It's about men. It's a men problem. 
it's a man issue but also i think that like it goes both ways women do cheat i'm not gonna say they don't um it also depends on like how your relationship is if you don't take time to like work on your relationship women do cheat yeah yes they do yeah if you don't take time to work on your relationship and like you don't try to work on yourself as a person every day heavy on working on yourself yeah then you're not gonna be as attractive anymore let's just be real like i like a man that works on himself and a man would say that too he would say that so that is the truth yeah so like for somebody that's just unmotivated and like is always complaining about life like that's not attractive yeah so i would probably not be with that person i don't cheat i just like leave you if i'm i don't like you anymore but some people they don't leave people and they just cheat that's an excuse that people that do that have for sure okay so the next thing that's on my list this is more like news related which is heat waves and air quality i know in the chat we've been talking a lot about like the air quality and how it's been affecting us do we have any comments on that girl this air quality is like okay first of all before we even get into that if you've been looking on social media everyone's talking about how this is all like fake and it's like you know it's the I'm air like, quality yeah, yeah the air quality how People is the heat like, fake yeah. <laughs> step outside no it's hot. fine it's fine and i'm like it is not fine. I went outside and my whole head was on fire. I felt like I was dying. Yeah, and some and days you can kind of even, like, see, like, you a fog. See it. And it's just, like... Like, some of y'all need to go back to school, <laughs> like, first of all. And they were like, how is Canada fires coming down here? And I'm like, there's a thing called, like, air currents and the the air pattern. Like, it's coming down here. Yeah, somehow <laughs> it is. It Whatever is. Whatever it is. Wherever it's coming from. Yeah, when I was in montreal i was very excited to ask them about how everything was and i feel like they were more in tuned about what happened in new york Mm. than what even happened there it's like i feel like americans are so big on like putting everything on social media or blaming other countries yeah and blaming other people and they were just like it happens all the time like that was just like a true like yeah, you guys just want to, like, put that on social media, like, just that one when it's been happening and we've been going through that. And, like, it was, like, the weather there was so off. I'm pretty sure that those fires are probably affecting the weather because, like, when I got there, it was, like, it was just dark. It And it was, like, 9 o'clock in the morning and you really, like, it's not, it feels like you're in, like, Seattle, but then it like clears up really well or like half of it is clear and the other half is foggy. But in New York, they had like orange skies and it's still disgusting there. That's kind of how like Beijing and Shanghai were when I went. Like, but that's, that's like, like pollution, right? Like pollution. air pollution? Yeah. yeah. But they did things to like take care of the environment. Like, yeah, it's very polluted, but you can tell they like took time to clean the streets they actually had these big robot machines like vacuuming the streets at night so i don't think we're putting any effort in those kind of things oh yeah like other countries are they do not care if it's not making them profit they don't care yeah but they talk about china how they're so fucking polluted but at least they're like doing stuff to help 
the situation what are we doing yeah we don't seem very united under like no. any concerns that we have to actually like making a difference yeah which really capitalism sucks. i mean it's a little off topic but if we're gonna go from air quality to pollution because i do think it correlates it's crazy when i was in barcelona they have dot like a recycling bin like two different recycling bins a trash can in every corner like on both sides that's great and they have teams who come out every night and they're washing the ground like with water and a broom and cleaning the cement Mm -hmm. you don't and then i go to new york and it's like you can't even find a trash can like outside of my apartment that trash gets so dirty so fast and as soon as there's like food or bat like things that are decaying like the animals just come and it just sits there for like five days Mm. and then or let's say you're walking from one point of new york to the other like you can't eat sometimes you can't even find a trash can now what what is that like is it because we can't find enough people to like work in that field or is it because they're not getting paid enough like like I'm walking there trying to figure out like why does Barcelona have all these trash cans but we can't like exactly what it's are not we lacking hard to have more trash cans or to have put more money into the trash system like we are accumulating trash why are we not cleaning it up I guess it goes back to taxes and New York is so expensive already like a studio is like four thousand dollars and then where plus you pay taxes like. I guess they see it as, okay, well, that's going to be another fee for you guys to pay for. But I feel yeah. like that's where the corruption comes. Like, there should be some type of, like, balance there. Because I bet they're paying taxes for other things that nobody has seen. But if we could pay more for things like that, like, I feel like it would help a lot. I feel you, ladies. Great discussion. We've got one more news topic. And it is that the United States is holding a press meeting. Well, at this time, they already held it about ufos for the first time in history i watched a little bit of it did you guys watch girl as a certified ufo conspiracist (laughs) i've been new first of all but second of all this guy is a very is a he's certified like he is up there yeah if you didn't see it it was like it seemed like there was like three some sort of military type of clearance people Mm -hmm. right and there's a a lot of the witnesses that came forward are like like real they're the real deal yeah like they would have the clearance to see shit and And they're all saying the same shit but my thing is why are they releasing this well the thing is that the whistleblower david grush his name is david grush he worked for that division of the government for however x many years and he says they were secretly retrieving ufos and hiding it from the public and he doesn't believe they should be doing that even congress didn't know they were even hiding it from congress yeah because they're sitting in front of the who are these people that they're sitting in front of this isn't they're in front of congress oh it is the congress okay he's having a meeting with congress to and like hey i'm in the secret group and they are you think the president didn't know i think the president knows certain things he's just a president knows everything the president is just is just a fake you think that old ass man knows anything like he's just there to be the face of america they're old exactly the people that are in this group that he's that he was in they're like actually dealing with this shit and yeah they said they recovered non-human bodies they've been doing this for how many years also he also said that other countries are in on this too it's not just america but from what i got out of what i watched i watched about two hours of it while i did my work but like it kind of just seems like the congress was basically asking each one as they went down the line like and how can you prove this? Like, where is the proof of what you're saying? Do you want to see the body? Is it documented? Like, I don't know. I almost yeah, just where is like, the proof? So, apparently, 
they're gonna have a private meeting yeah too. they were and then also saying yeah. like i can't even really he tell can't you really right tell now. them stuff and, like that yeah and they acknowledge the fact hey we know this is dangerous that you're speaking out about mm-hmm. this because the organizations that you worked for don't want it to come out that's also scary like, it's scary because like if, if if government programs aren't even telling the truth to other government programs like the what do you makes you think they're telling us the truth yeah. Like, we don't know anything that's going on. This is just, like, the surface. Also, this is just one topic. They could be bullshitting could be about everything. Bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. It's just crazy. All of it's crazy. I don't know. I don't trust the government. But you got to love them, right? No. <laughs> Fuck the government. We don't love them. But also, did you guys see that lady that was on the airplane that swore she saw something oh, in the back? Oh, that lady. What was that about? I think she Dude, was she just drunk alien? or something. I'm telling you right now. What if that she saw an alien? I think she's onto something. Maybe she was on shrooms. She took some shrooms before she got on the plane. <laughs> Whatever happened to her? She disappeared. That's she's gone. The question: Like, did the government? You think she saw her? an alien on the plane? Well, you think they let an alien through TSA? I'm saying that it was a reptilian. And if you don't know what a reptilian is, it's a type of shapeshifter alien. Yeah, that can like change the way they look. I believe in that a hundred percent. They're in our celebrities. and they're here. Apparently, they're in society. Yes. They blend so in with us. In our government and celebrities. So that was like the theories that she saw one of them not the reptilian theory and <laughs> i believe it it correlates if you believe in aliens you should believe in reptilians they're pretty much the same why shit. would they let the reptilian onto the plane but why is that more believable than her just being drunk off her mind and like maybe as adriana said on shrooms and she was just because i've done shrooms and been drunk i don't see yeah, shit but can you what if she did shrooms like She's and then got something. on the plane yeah, I mean, and yeah. shrooms yeah anxiety like that's <gasps> something i wouldn't do i'm just kidding i have not done shrooms i'm sorry <laughs> mom <laughs> i don't know I don't know. I hope she saw Whatever something and I hope that. she's not crazy. Did anybody get to the bottom of it? Like, did the police I think she's embarrassed. Arrest I think, her? Yeah, no, yeah, she got like, yeah, she got arrested. She's kicked out of Delta? Or kicked off or on the no-fly zone or something. I think she's just embarrassed. But she got arrested for what? What did she do? She was well, they had to ground the plane and yeah. everything. It was a whole disruption. You People have to were behave. Upset. Well, the plane was plane. up already. It was up, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So it was a whole thing. So, I mean, she's I'd be crazy. embarrassed. If I was her and I sobered up, I would have been like, damn, I'm going to hide forever. Like, Is that illegal? Yeah. Yeah. They took her to jail? I don't think they took her to jail. They probably detained her, and then they were like, okay, you're fucking crazy. Okay, you're out. Just leave. Go. Yeah. Just go. She's <laughs> also Caucasian, so yeah, she's white she too, got it so off easier. Yeah. Okay, this is a perfect time to swap over to some games. So we're going to do some games now, okay? Yay! All right. Aliens are real. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Now it's time for our game portion. Okay, so <laughs> our first game is Hot or Not trans edition so i had some pictures but it's hard for me to show um so one of the trends i was going to talk about was um like these long skirts that have been very popular recently like i know we've seen denim long skirts and we've also seen like more boho-y skirts also becoming popular what do you guys think is this hot or not definitely hot i think it's cute if you know how to work it period yeah definitely you have to i mean honestly nobody really is like even like back in the day i feel like we were all about like matching and like aesthetics and now it's like mixing fabrics and styles like so what does what does knowing how to work it even mean yeah like comfortability what's what feels true to you like i've seen so many girls make it cute like even with sneakers like stuff that i thought i could not do yeah. that they're just fucking doing so i feel like yeah it's cute it's hot to me i like it i think hot too 
And there was a time too where sneakers were not a thing with dresses and skirts. I love that we're past that. Yes, comfort first. I feel like COVID had something to do with that. Okay, what's another trend? Um, Angelina, you were saying are skinny jeans out? Oh yeah, absolutely. They are, are those out. canceled? And what about like when are high waisted pants gonna be? I'm canceled? sick and tired of high waisted. Is straight leg okay? Because I have so many straight. I love straight leg. I think forever and ever they will be a thing. I love straight leg. Skinny jeans are just not that comfortable. I just don't understand why we're still doing high waisted. You know what's interesting? I think people are starting to not do high waisted because. I was one of those where I was only doing high-waisted, and the other day I wore, like, low-rise parachute pants, and I felt really good, like, and I'm short, so it made me look taller, surprisingly, so I don't know, and I've noticed more women have been doing low-rise, and not even fearing about how their belly's gonna look, nobody cares anymore. Jordan was saying that that's not attractive, like, high-waisted is not attractive. But also, like, who cares about what men think? This I mean, in society... But it definitely makes your butt look longer versus, like, more yeah. wider. It's not as flattering. Yeah. You're right, you're right. It also depends on the how high it is. Because I called Adriana when I went to um, Abercrombie, the <laughs> new Notorious jean store. Which, honestly, I'm over them. I think I own every single cute Abercrombie jean. And they're all just high-waisted. And then I... I'm like in the dressing room showing her everything and she and literally the pants just became higher and higher because I didn't read I didn't read the sign and apparently there's a ultra ultra sorry that shit was ultra high waisted now so I'm sitting in that dressing room with the FaceTime and she's like why are the pants just getting higher and higher and then I realized I'm like I think that there was a time where I was so insecure that I felt like I had to, like, hide my stomach. And now I'm, like, I literally, like, I almost wear low-rises today. But the problem is with those is that when you're thick, it the low-rises, the waist does not. Like, with high-rises, the waist is smaller than the pants. Yeah, they give you more space. For curvy person. Yeah. Low-waisted, it's like. You have to wear a belt. In yeah. high school, my yeah. crack was literally always showing because I wore low-waisted and I never wore a belt. And it was kind of embarrassing. So when high-waisted came around, I definitely was on that wave. Yeah. But it feels better to like not be hugging your stomach yeah. and to have it lower. And just let your fucking yeah. belly hang out. Yeah. Like, I think bellies are beautiful. I'm starting to really think they're even Period. sexy. Okay. Especially Adriana's. I can't fit into no high-waisted. The only thing that I can fit into is probably some leggings and some dresses. Period. Honestly, you haven't even bought... No, I'm not going to. They're ugly. (laughs) You should get parachute pants because you can still wear them after your... I have so many of those. I actually do wear them. But my hips are so big right now. Like, Period. I'm not used to being this wide quite a let's hope the hips adventure. stay after that's hot and the, the yeah, belly like kiki palmer deflate good and the hips will be oh yeah wide. kiki palmer ass just turned to oh, like yes. a little apple she's fine okay what do you guys think about vests as shirts angelina i saw you wear this and it was cute it was hot so i'll say hot i've noticed this trend too i think it's cute i think hot. But where do you get them are they thrifted or like is this h&m zara I think everything thrift is amazing, but I got all of my It's very nineties vibe. Yeah, like like the V look. It's like very feminine, even though it's like kind of a masculine piece. You definitely have to, you definitely have to know how to style it because it can go from like really cute to like, are you working at a restaurant? <laughs> I felt like that yesterday. Yeah, it has to be the right fit for your body. Yeah, like like yeah. this is cute. Cute, cute. Yeah. With the leather. Yeah. With yeah. yours is leather too, right? 
No, I have just a jean one and then a regular black one. But I feel like it is so important to learn how to mix um, styles. I feel like that's really a big trend right now. Like seeing like the more like grungier look or grungier look with a feminine piece. Like yes. it's so cute. It is very trendy. And I feel like all of this fashion trends is coming straight from New York. Like I feel like the New York street style is becoming more popular. Like it's regioning down. I feel like that's true. But also... I think, like, working in the fashion industry, I feel like their inspos are definitely, it's like, European. London. Yeah, it's, like, it's like yeah, yeah, for and sure. European. I feel like New Yorkers are just, like, taking a little piece of I everything agree. and making yeah. it theirs. And that's, like, what makes Because three like years fashion. ago when I went to Italy, and, or, like, even, like, two years ago when I went to the south of France, everyone was dressing like this. Like baggy like European. Yes. Yeah. And no one in America was really doing that oh, at yeah. the time. Nobody was dressing up. Is, but everyone is always dressed up over there. Yeah, they never stopped dressing up. Even during COVID, they were still coming out mm-hmm. best dress. And I was definitely wearing sweatpants. Yeah, I'm glad that we're starting to get out of, like, the loungewear all the time. Like, oh, in Barcelona, they were talking shit about how it's such an American thing that we call athleisure, like, something that we should actually wear outside. No, like, they're like, that's just for the gym and at yes. home. Like, we don't do that I was embarrassed here. when I was But that's there. why I like the skirts and the long skirts. I feel like they're comfortable and they still can give you, like, a leisurely vibe, but they're way more dressier and it looks like you tried, you know? Like, the little slip dresses yeah. and just, like, flowiness. Oh, I love it. Which definitely, Samia, you've been on that for a little while. You were, like, just making Girl, you know I don't like to be uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate being uncomfortable. I want to get more into thrifting because I feel like you get more unique pieces from there. For sure. Now we're just going to move on to some questions. Um, I've got a question for each of you. But before we start, I've got a question for anyone willing to share. Um, last week's topic was screen time. Um, and my average last week was, I think it was six hours and 20 minutes a day. So if anybody's willing to share, what's your average from last week? How do I find that out? Yeah. Uh, you go to your settings okay. and then there's a button called screen time right there, right under focus. This is about to be a reality check for me. Daily average is eight hours. But to justify mine, I have to work on my phone. 12 hours. Damn! Social media, 24 hours. I think mine is like five hours. Entertainment, 10. Travel, 9. So what are your top three apps? Oh, you don't have your setup? Zero minutes. (laughs) My top three apps. Oh, my God. TikTok is the top one. But to be fair, I have to use it a lot to find out trends. You do. You work on on TikTok. And then messages. Most of us work from our phone, but that's very interesting. Wow. 12 hours. I think uh, maybe five hours. Because if I'm on the internet too long, especially like social media, I get anxiety. Me too. Me too. Like even you guys know, even text messages, I'm like I can't be responding like all the time yeah. just because like it gives me anxiety. Like I can't just drop everything and like I have ADD, so I'll fucking forget what the fuck I'm doing. You I know? feel like, yeah. I try to stay away from it because yeah. I, like I will get distracted. I, I have a lot of. It says twelve hours last week, but I find it really funny that my second most used is my clock. Oh. Well, what I think yours is because doing? you film a lot, Angelina. So I think because you film your workouts and stuff, and that's a lot of time. But we're so not really show on your phone. On my camera. Like, it's saying clock, Netflix, maps. Oh, I mean, maps? Oh, yeah, my maps I mean, is crazy. Yeah. I drive, I use well, Netflix, it for See, that's Netflix, too. I don't really consider Netflix. Because you're watching TV, kind of. Yeah, it's not, like, actual social media use. 
Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, on the plane. Hmm? Watch Netflix on the plane. Yeah, I watch... I mean, I'm alone all the time, so I'm always watching Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as it's not, like, a social media app as your top two. Yeah, I use... Instagram is definitely in my top. I feel like Instagram is like my number one. one. Yeah. Yeah. I can't help it. Even though I just scroll mindlessly, but I'm trying to lower that because... I think you should be intentional about what you follow and interact with. I think I should Only things that make you feel good and inspired and... I don't even know what I'm searching for when I'm on Instagram. Yeah. And you know what? Just passes the time. My highest one is Instagram and I have been dealing a lot with like mentally... I'm having imposter syndrome Mm. and I'm going to try this week to like lower the Instagram one and see if that helps me with that. Get back to us on that queen. queen. All right. The first question I have, which actually kind of bounces off what you just said is for Angelina. And my question is, how do you navigate the modeling industry with all of its things and stigmas? So I navigate the modeling industry um, in many different ways. I feel like, for one, I'm always learning different ways to do it because this is definitely something that I fell into and I never, like, really planned to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm always learning every day, like, what's the best way to navigate. But some things that I feel like I have to navigate is um, creating my brand because it's so important nowadays. Like, like I was telling my sister this morning on the phone, I'm like, it's not even, like, it's not even about that you're going to make it because you're a model. Like nowadays, people are trying to advocate people who are more than just a pretty face. Like what's your brand? What are you supporting? What are you influencing? What is this and that? So I feel like currently um, I've been so focused on just grinding and going to work and not so worried about being like that brand or that influencer. But now that I've noticed that it's like all my hard work and honestly I feel like sometimes I'll still get imposter syndrome and be like I'm not where I am like I'm not getting the credits that I deserve or the teams that believe in me the way that I believe in myself even though I work so hard so it can cause like imposter syndromes but at the same time I feel like it's so important to I feel like that comes in when you start like comparing on social media but then it goes back to like the importance of just instead of being so focused on being that bitch it's more about what are you giving back to the world and those are the people that we see that are actually killing it like it's not all about our beauty it's like what are you going to give back? Is it that you're going to influence people to take care of themselves, to be on a great fitness journey, to um, be humble, to have your own business? Like, what is it? So I'm trying to find my niche and just focus on it and be more than just a model. I feel like it's just so important for me to create a brand in order to be successful because at the end of the day, the influencers are truly taking over the industry even in the modeling industry and Mm -hmm. it can get exhausting because as a model who's not like really an influencer it's like i feel like as a model we work so hard and then influencers of course do too but they get the luxury of working from home and just like getting paid from home what rather like as a model yes i love the whole traveling but like i'm constantly gone i'm constantly like it's like a nine to five Mm -hmm. so it's like in order to have that balance there i feel like it's so important to navigate it by truly thinking about what's the brand that you want and how are you going to advocate it um because i feel like in it all like it's such a materialistic industry but if you find like something unique 
about you and you want to advocate it like there's other people out there that are looking for somebody who who reminds them of them who they can relate to so 100 you are really standing up for the girls you're killing it every time i open instagram you're slaying we're so proud of you thank you buttercup you're amazing okay next question this is for samia how do you feel about the vintage resale market today so i've been sourcing vintage since i was a teenager and that was a long time ago and back then it was like an outlet for girls like me that couldn't really afford like my mom was a thrifter so every every time i dig in her closet it was like vintage pradas or i guess at the time it wasn't vintage but back then things were much cheaper um but she was always a thrifty spender she was not a big spender but she always had nice things and that's something i picked up as a teenager myself where obviously i'm not making any money or I had a part-time job and I was making like $60 a week mm. and I would like scour everywhere to find like a cheap but like nice luxury item and my first vintage thing I found was a vintage Burberry bag and I got it for maybe $40 and that's where everything started and I was like you know what I can also afford luxury items while like thrifting and being sustainable And when I started this business back during COVID and I got laid off from my actual job, Mm. it was like an outlet for me to help other women also also to find affordable luxury items because that wasn't really a thing back then. If you had had like a designer item, you had the money to buy it. Right. And not a lot of people knew about vintage. And so that's why I started. But now, fast forward to now, two, three years after COVID, the price of vintage has like skyrocketed and... It's like, it's good for people who have already built a vintage closet because your items have gone up in value, right? Your resale value Mm -hmm. has gone up. But for people that want to get into vintage, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Like, you might as well just go buy from the store. Mm -hmm. And even though it's still cheaper than buying buying retail, I feel like what vintage used to be, which is like a sustainable escape isn't what it is now an affordable sustainable escape now it's like more expensive yeah and it's it's ridiculous because it's becoming more like high exactly and it's people are jumping on the business that don't have anything that don't know anything about vintage right. no, history. no history they just want to do it because everyone else is doing it they're also rising up the price mm. and it's just like a whole inflation thing going on but with my business that's how i started it and that's how i'm trying to keep it as affordable as possible without losing money and this is just a side note question what's your favorite designer brand that you like i think it's between dior and louis vuitton only because they used to do so many collabs with artists and different fashion designers like louis vuitton did a collab with um murakami and it's one of my favorite collabs till this day and it's also one of the most expensive vintage items because the resale value is just so high. Mm-hmm. But I really like the fact that these designers love to work with artists and create these special limited edition items. And you can have art as fashion. And you can just wear it with everything. I love it. Yeah. You get to own a piece of wearable art. Yes, check out Saucy Ball on Instagram and TikTok. Period. Saucyball.com. Yes. Okay, Adriana. What are you most excited for besides giving birth? Our lady in waiting. I am excited about everything, but that's not a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited to hold her for the first time. 
Yes, it's yeah. a girl. She is going to be so cute and smart. And yes. I can't wait to just teach her how to be a lady and teach her um, that she can accomplish anything and everything as long as she is confident and she's goal-oriented. And I think she has great parents, so she's going to be doing great. And she has great aunties. Um, But I'm just excited to, like, watch her growth throughout the years. And, like, I don't know. I wonder how her personality is going to be. And is she going to be more like me? Or is she going to be more like her dad? Or is she going to be like my sister? Like, I don't know. So it's going to be really cool. I don't know. I think... um, Overall, I'm just excited to see her grow into a young lady. Are you scared for giving birth or are you ready? Like, have you read up or what? Have you watched any videos or? I'm not scared anymore. I think I'm just like, I feel like Like it's just one of the steps. Yeah, like it's just natural Mm -hmm. and it's just a part of life and something happens where you as a woman you're just like i am woman like i can do this like this is this is not what i'm meant to do because i hate when people are like women are just meant to procreate i hate that but i do think that it's a natural thing and like if you do choose to have a child it's natural and you should just feel at peace about the whole situation um that depending on like what your circumstances are of course yeah i'm so excited can't wait me too thank you for that okay does anyone have a question for me i've got one last question after this here's your time you have so much jug you're like you have so much going on and you're juggling everything but you're still so organized how do you manage to do it and still not be exhausted and still have the energy to do it all over again tomorrow i am very exhausted and i'm very unorganized And I smoke a lot of weed. Period. That's the key. And I just keep on chugging. I've got six journals. My laptop is my best friend. And I'm very unorganized and I go a little bit behind schedule, but. But you keep it sexy. I keep it sexy, ladies and gentlemen. That's what life is about, just keeping it sexy. All right. So the last question, thank you for that, Samia. The last question is I want everyone to answer this. This was a listener submission through Instagram. Um, what has been your proudest moment thus far? So anybody can start. My proudest moment was when I bought my house. Yes. 25, which I think Period. that's like a huge accomplishment for me. Um, but like I was saying, I think I did so many of these things like early on when I was younger that now I'm just like kind of stagnant. I hate to say it. And now that I'm about to be 30 uh, and I'm about to have a baby, something has like awakened in me and I'm like, okay, you, you, what's next? Like, what are you going to do after this? Because my, my baby girl is going to grow up and she's going to be like, okay, it's okay for you to like stop at a certain age, stop hustling at a certain age. And I don't think Mm. that's, that's what I want her to think. No, yeah, yeah, you're definitely 
gonna be a great example yeah, yeah. don't stress on it mm-hmm. i'm very proud of you too i used to always talk about that as soon as you bought it, i was like yeah guys my friend bought a house yes. <laughs> in this economy she did it yeah did it. so i need to just buy more houses Period. and i need to put myself in a position yes. where i can do that so that's yes. my goal yes honey. okay that's good tell us your proudest moment and what's your goal current goal okay go samia i think for me i used to and now you guys know this I used to be the most hyper-independent person I ever. I would not ask for help. I would, I would rather cut off my arm than ask for help from anybody. And I think it's something I learned from my mom growing up. But that's another story. But this past year, maybe year and a half, I've learned to just accept help. Because it doesn't make me any less of a person. It doesn't make me useless. It doesn't make me not able to do what I'm doing in fact, I think it makes me stronger for having the courage to ask for help yeah. and to just be vulnerable and to let someone see that I'm struggling. Please, can you help me? I think it takes a lot to be a person like that. Yes, it's hard to be vulnerable. It's, it is. It's hard, especially yeah. like you're the fear. And this is something that I'm always scared of because that used to happen to me all the time. Things getting thrown back at me. Like I'll ask for something for help. And then sometime down the line, it'll get thrown back in my face. And it's like, I should have never asked you for help. I should have never asked you for help. Oh, fuck those people. Exactly. So just the past year or two, and this goes back to what Adriana was saying about babies. You guys knew I did not ever want children. Mm -hmm. I did not like kids. I did not want kids. And as I grew up into this journey of asking for help and feeling vulnerable, I realized it's not the children I didn't like. It was me not feeling safe enough to rely on somebody to Aww. procreate with me. That's so deep. And yeah. I didn't feel like I could feel safe having children with somebody because who's watching out for me? Mm-hmm. Who watches out for our mothers? Mm-hmm. Except for themselves, you know? I'm my mother's kid. But that's something we have to heal from because, yes, our mothers may have been dealt the wrong card, but they've grown so strong from it and they've raised beautiful, strong women. Yeah, we can't let our, like, what we saw our moms being independent and doing it solo we can't let that exactly you have to break free it's amazing that they did that we'll cherish them forever for doing that but it's not bad for us to want a team exactly exactly they also come from different generations exactly it's a whole different world that they came from yeah so it's just i think i'm just very proud of healing from that and breaking away from that trauma and generational curse and wanting to make the decision on my own so that would be mine. I'm so proud of both of you guys. I'm so proud of you guys. I love y'all. Some sexy queens. I love y'all. Sexy. My heart felt what you guys said. What's your proudest moment, Angelina? Um, I think that it would go with... Um, I guess that lately I've been making like a lot of leaps of faith. And in the beginning, you can't really see like how the outcome's going to be. Mm. but that's what I guess a leap of faith is. You're not supposed to really know how the outcome's going to be, but I'm just, like, really proud of myself for being vulnerable, like Samia was saying, and open to the opportunity of it being a positive outcome instead of being um, a pessimist or negative, even when it's, like, the craziest ideas. Like, um, last February... I like found out in like a week that I was going to go to London for work for a few weeks and it turned into four months. And in the beginning of that journey, I was really like 
scared because it's not like I had like jobs booked. It was more like you need to come over here and be on stay and meet new new teams and like like making a huge leap of faith and mm-hmm. seeing if they'll like you and then I'm just like really proud of myself for making that leap of faith even though I had like at that time a long relationship that became my fiance I had like my parents I'm very much a family person like I had so much like um important things that I was leaving and it was very hard to let go of that and emotionally like and mentally I wasn't very strong but I can tell that isolating myself and just focusing on my career and making a leap of faith and just constantly like it was almost like I was being forced to now like be more have more faith and find my spirituality and 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 just get to know myself better I feel like putting yourself in those uncomfortable positions have been one of my most proudest moments because now it's like later on you can see what you what you so what you're reaping from what you sowed and um yeah and there's a few things that are like coming out soon and I'm like super grateful that I did that leap of faith because if I just lived on fear I would probably not have these opportunities that I was able to have and 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 it's so beautiful because sometimes we don't realize that these big things that we do for ourselves like end up influencing other people yes um and it's like in that moment we're just thinking about ourselves but I think it's just so important to see like the bigger picture because what we do can actually end up making a big impact on other people's lives as well Yes, you are actually inspiring all of us. Amen. Amen to that. Like, that for was real. Like, that was beautiful. So inspirational. Yes. 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 And I just want to throw in my proudest moment, which was getting straight A's. Yes. yes. College girl. I was out of school for four years. Yeah. So me going back to college and like being successful in it, I was very proud of. So we're going to keep that going. Woo! So proud of you. Smart and sexy. Period. Okay. So the song of the week this week is Psalm 62 by Foggy Raw. I love this song. Um, It's super catchy. It samples Alicia Keys and it's just super cute and I love it. So check it out. And now back to the show. Um, And thank you to my girls for pulling up and chatting with me. And then now I just want to give everybody a chance to say your tag. Um, Where do you want people to find you and check you out and learn more about you? I'm Adriana. You can find me at wild underscore underscore flower child. Sweet. Samia. All my socials are Samia Sauce. Samia S A M I A Sauce. Samia with the sauce. (laughs) (laughs) And Angelina's. And you can follow me at Angelina X Hoyas. Hey, thank you so much. If you want to hear more from these amazing women, send me a message on the podcast IG. Let us know. And I'd love to have any of you guys back. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, Alex. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.